This is the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, August 9th. Welcome back. Yeah, you know, it's uh, sure is a Wednesday. How does it feel? You know, uh, kind of weird. It's like a Monday, but I know it's not a Monday. It's a... Uh, I don't know. It's. I will say, if you'd rather have a Thursday, Friday off or a Monday, Tuesday off, if you're gonna, if those are your only two options, I would choose a Monday, Tuesday. Every time. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really nice. I um, I'm in the probably opposite uh, spectrum. I mm-hmm. I woke up this morning convinced it was Friday. <laughs> so this is, it's a rough start for me. It's been a rough morning for you. <laughs> <laughs> um. We didn't have a a ton happen, CJ, while while you were out. Mm-hmm. But if we go all the way back to the last time you were here, mm-hmm. it was before you left work on Friday. It was announced that the Big Ten had announced another major change or another major addition to the conference. Yeah, in uh, Washington and Oregon being added to the Big Ten conference. Uh, that ups it to eighteen teams now in the. Uh, in the league and it's things we've discussed before um either here on the morning sports desk or even off the air we've we've talked about it quite a bit but i thought it'd be fun today if we went through and looked at the big 10 with 18 teams Uh uh-huh and what potentially that might look like moving forward as far as athletics goes i'll be honest with you um, my brain because we're approaching football season started to i I approach this kind of in the in best respects for this for the game of football Mm -hmm. um because you know there's just fewer games whatever but First reaction to all of this and 18 teams in the Big Ten, I guess. Let's just dive on into the, how, how do you think the Big Ten is going to split all of this up, right? They're not just going to – you can't just have 18 teams and random draw your conference schedule. No, you can't have like in the old days where it was like, all right, well, here's the entire list of conference teams and the, the two teams with the best conference record at the end of the year are going to play in the championship game. That could be something on the table, but I doubt it. I feel like they're going to have to, in in a way, and we've talked about this off-air, Corey, in a way the Big Ten, who now has made themselves a coast-to-coast conference, Big Ten now yep. extends all the way to Rutgers, which is in New Jersey, right in New York, right next to New York City, all the way to the Los Angeles, and now all the way up north to Washington and Oregon. The Big Ten network now being available throughout the entire country, coast-to-coast, is a fascinating uh, concept and basically the reason why uh, the conference has realigned in the way it is. But yeah, they're going to have to essentially geographically realign again in smaller numbers. So, uh, you know, will you get, you know, you could almost in a way take the Big Ten teams that they just added, those four, and maybe move a couple like Nebraska and Iowa, or maybe move them to the western part, and you can call them the old Pac-12, and then you can have the Big Ten, and then the winner of that go play in the Rose Bowl because... I don't even know how that's going to work anymore. But I think in terms of the Big Ten splitting itself up, I think they're going to have to go into two. They're going to just have to split it down the middle in half and kind of see where this goes. Because I think logistically, when you do a Big Ten championship game, which is important, one, for revenue purposes, because that game makes a lot of money, and two, for who gets into the college football playoff, which is also very important for this conference, 
Uh, you're going to need to make sure that you have that established who's going to be the Big Ten champion, and you can do it with more than two subdivisions in the Big Ten, but then you have to add an extra week, and is there a bye week for a team if you have three? If you have four, if you divide it into basically four divisions in the conference, how does that work? Uh, you know, And do teams want to sign up to play two extra games or an extra game regular season-wise? That could potentially sink their ship uh, to get into the playoff. I don't quite know. It's like a mini college football playoff to get into the college football playoff. All of this to say, I think path of least resistance, and again, these are all subject to change, no matter what policy is put forth. As we've learned, college football can be a very fluid situation. I think the Big Ten is going to have to realign itself. Kind of, They're going to have to split that baby right down the middle when they align. I don't know if it's going to be called the West and the East. I don't know if it goes North and South. I don't know if they even go by geography anymore because, again, as we've learned, geography isn't that important in college football anymore. Right. Well, that's an interesting uh, perspective and, and way to look on it because you're going to need to crown a, a champion, right? Mm-hmm. That is absolutely going to be the most important thing, and the the path of least resistance to finding a champ is by having two different divisions. You just have your division winner versus your division winner. If I added things up correctly, um, there are uh, the Gophers are playing a ten game regular season this year. Uh huh. I, I and I believe that's correct, and I believe that's around that's ten or eleven, close yeah. to normal. So if it's an 18-team league and you split into nine-team divisions, that means you're playing eight games within your division, Mm -hmm. and maybe you're playing two non-conference games to round it out, or you're playing one interdivisional game. Yep. Right? You're playing, um, you know, like the NFL does it, if you finished fifth in your division last year you'll play the fifth team in the other division fifth place team in the other division as your uh, inner division game and then you have a non-conference game the thing that's fascinating about having having it this big the conference this big is those non-conference games are very important right that's where ohio state likes to play baylor or something like that. Yeah. Um, to show the rest of the country where they stand. It's also important, you know, Alabama plays some school in the panhandle of Oklahoma and wins 172 to 3. Um, just, they're like tune up games for them. Mm-hmm. When you're, when you get this big, when your conference gets this big and you split up the divisions in two ways, you lose some of that non-conference action that I think these teams um, kind of covet. Like right. the Gophers really, it's important for the Gophers Those are to three be able wins to, every year. Yes, to be able to play Colorado or Fresno State or San Jose State or whoever it is. It's really important for the Gophers to because then you only need three more wins and you're bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. If you split it up in two ways... I think it becomes more difficult to get to become bowl eligible, although your strength of schedule then improves. So I actually think the way to split up the Big Ten is into three different divisions. Interesting. With this 18 teams. And again, the one of the reasons for this is because of that non-conference aspect of it, right? Ten-game regular season schedule. If you split the 18-team conference into three divisions, that's six teams per division, Mm -hmm. it gives you five games 
in each division or in your division, five games interdivisional. Mm-hmm. It gives you one game from each of the other divisions. So again, if you're second place in, let's just call them the West, Central, and East divisions. If you finish second in the West a year ago, you're going to play last year's second place team in the Central division and the second place team in the Eastern division. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it also still gives you that seven games. If you at your five division games, your two interdivisional games, it still gives you three non-conference games. Um, that are more important. It's that is, I think, the main reason. I think some of the scheduling aspects of it and easy wins. Again, this is just the perspective of football on all of this. But also, um, I think even though the Big Ten has decided that geography doesn't matter because they're spanning from coast to coast, <laughs> literally coast to coast, it does make travel easier you can put you can make your divisions a little smaller you can make travel a little easier as always if you're in the eastern portion of the country travel is going to be much much closer compared to the western part of the country where travels just much much farther um there's going to be some some uh inequalities i guess from that perspective but i think the the three divisions would maybe be the way to go, and then you just have to take the top two. Whoever wins the third, sorry, you're you're going to be out of luck. That's the the kind of game we're going to have to play. What do you think about a three division look? I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate the fact of having teams play a little bit more aligned, and you create a little bit more rivalry. Like I know everybody talks about the lost fold rivalries. It gives you an opportunity to create a new one when you kind of let a team play another team every single year. You can just kind of let things boil over into that aspect. So, I mean, I don't hate a three-team realignment, and I wouldn't hate a four-team realignment either. I just think in terms of where the conference sits and do teams want to sign up to play an extra game, uh, to decide that Big Ten champion, because that would be my only thing with that logic. I think a three-team works better in terms of geography, in terms of rivalry. Uh, my only hang-up is the championship game. But at the end of the day, I mean, I don't know. I Here's the, the thing, too, and I've been trying to wrap my head around this because I think it gets lost in the shuffle how it's going to impact, you know, like we talk about how it's going to impact Oregon and Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State and how does this, you know, and teams like Rutgers and Purdue are just, they're, they're going to be in a weird spot in a few years, but how does it affect like a team that's kind of in the middle of the conference football-wise like the Gophers? They're in that upper half, but they're not, you know, they're not a national powerhouse, but they've been... They've been an above-average, solid program now for the last four years, five years. And so where does that put the Gophers now, kind of in this new Big Ten hierarchy? Do they kind of become an afterthought, or is there a chance that they can kind of rebuild themselves in this new-look Big Ten? Well, I think what's important here is oh, I, I, I want to be delicate about this. <laughs> I think Gopher fans are probably – we need to be rational about – what the University of Minnesota actually is anyway. Mm-hmm. They are an afterthought. They they have been truly, honestly relevant in my lifetime. You know, I'm, I turned 38 at the end of the month. I don't know, like a half a dozen times. Like actually, truly, oh my gosh, if this happens, they're going to the Rose Bowl kind of a deal. Um, the Gophers are a mid-tier football program. 
and pretty much always have been, unless you go way, way back, of course. Unless you go back now almost, uh, unless you go 90 years back. Right. So um, if you were to look at how the division, or if, you know, whether they they split the Big Ten into two divisions or three, if they split it into two divisions, all the best teams, at least in my lifetime, historically best teams in my lifetime, are in the East. Mm-hmm. Right? Your Ohio States, your Penn States, your Michigan, your Michigan States, your Wisconsins, they're all in the East if you split it up uh, uh, that way. The only team that is, is uh, there's only two teams in, in the West if you were to split it in half that have shown any signs of life over the last two decades have been um, UCL or excuse me USC and Oregon. Well, that automatically puts the Gophers kind of within contention a little bit if you were to split it that way. Maybe Wisconsin is finds its way into the West. Um, maybe in Iowa, something like that. Mm-hmm. But the Gophers could be in the mix. USC's been a mess. Yeah, uh, they got a new coach and and things plan to be better for them very soon. Um, and Oregon's always going to be tough, but the Gophers could put it together and win a win that division. If they go much smaller and split it into three divisions, the Gophers are maybe one of six teams in that westernmost division. Mm-hmm. Now they're in it with USC and Oregon still, but all of a sudden their chances I think get a little easier. I don't know if if all of this actually changes anything for the Gophers football-wise. They've always just been kind of a middling sort of team. The thing I think most Gopher fans want is, could once every graduating class they make a little run and then not be irrelevant in those other years? That would be the big thing. And I don't know that their chances are any. If they ever move into a division with Ohio State, it's over for them. Yeah. So as long as they avoid the Buckeyes, I think they're okay. Yeah, the the Buckeyes, Michigan, Penn State. That's the other thing about realignment that makes it really interesting is because those teams are all going to beat up on each other, and do they want to realign themselves? Uh, If I'm Penn State, I'm pounding the table for a realignment to get out of Michigan and Ohio State like immediately. So that's the one thing with the changing demographics of the Big Ten that make it so interesting and why I think some kind of realignment is going to take place because Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State all beat up on each other every single year. And for Penn State to get to a national championship, which is aspirations that their fan base believes they can have, they need to beat Ohio State and Michigan, and in some cases twice if you play, you know, whatever. Uh, to get into the national championship conversation, so uh, you're gonna—that's th- what's going to be fascinating to me—is how this thing gets redrawn. Now, obviously, these changes aren't going to take effect for the next year or two, uh, but it's fascinating to think about with the Big Ten Conference. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, August 9th.